As the blood of millions soaked the fields in occupied Europe and the blood cries out to Adonai, God of Israel, many forget that the Almighty is drawn to our brokenness as we are drawn to his injustice. Volodymyr Alexandrovich Zelensky was born to Jewish parents in January 1978 in Krivi in southern Ukraine. When he was a small child, his family relocated to Erdenet, Mongolia for four years before returning to Kriviri, then the Ukrainian Soviet Socialist Republic, or the USSR. This is the Avinu.info podcast, brought to you by the Avinu.info blog author and senior pastors of Living Church Ministries International, Bishop Dimitrix and Pastor Pauline Roscoe. Today's topic is Four Horsemen, Then God Marks His Own. What prophetic prophecy is attached to events in the news concerning Russia and Ukraine? Probably none, but as ministers of the gospel, we are always looking for the prophetic. Ezekiel 33, 1-5 of the Complete Word Study Bible, The Watchman's Duty. Again, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, speak to the children of thy people, and say unto them, When I bring the sword upon the land, if the people of the land take a man of their coasts, and set him for their watchman, if when he seeth the sword come upon the land, he blow the trumpet, and warn the people, then whosoever heareth the sound of the trumpet, and taketh not warning, If the sword come, and take him away, his blood shall be upon his own head. He heard the sound of the trumpet, and took not warning, his blood shall be upon him. But he that taketh warning shall deliver his soul. We know that prophecy is a mystery that unfolds right under the eyes of the reader, who searches hard after God. We ask the question, is there any substance in the news stories today that the preacher should be concerned about? The answer is yes. Anytime a world leader prepares his nuclear weapons systems to fight against anyone who interferes with an invasion of a sovereign nation and carries the full metal capacity to carry it out. If a leader cares nothing about killing innocent women and children or destroying homes and having babies out in below freezing weather, this is a dangerous head of state. Sometimes Adonai or the God of nations will draw his enemies into a battlefield of his own design that would speak into a prophetic moment. What would Israel and Ukraine have in common? First of all, Ukraine is surrounded by nations that murdered some 6 million Jews across German-occupied Europe, around two-thirds of Europe's Jewish population. For another thing, Ukrainian President Zelensky is Jewish. If we read any scripture that points to the revenge of innocent blood, we should not jump to conclusions, but at least enrich the body of believers of any potential conclusion when an event carries biblical components. As ministers, we know that if a nuclear bomb is ignited, it would produce the type of effects mentioned in Revelation chapters 12 and 13. For that reason, we will have God's children ready as the teaching of Yeshua, Jesus Christ of Nazareth commands. As we are accountable for those whom the Lord has placed in our hands to execute a diligent watch over their souls, we are responsible for having them ready at all times, alert and aware, says Bishop Roscoe. Revelation 6, 9-13 of the Complete Word Study Bible And when he had opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of them that were slain for the word of God, and for the testimony which they held. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, dost thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? And white robes were given unto every one of them. And it was said unto them, that they should rest, yet for a little season, until their fellow servants also, and their brethren that should be killed as they were, should be fulfilled. And I beheld when he had opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair. 
and the moon became as blood, and the stars of heaven fell unto the earth, even as a fig tree casteth her untimely figs, when she is shaken of a mighty wind. The Holocaust, also known as the Shoah, was the genocide of European Jews during World War II. Between 1941 and 1945, Nazi Germany and its collaborators systematically murdered some 6 million Jews across German-occupied Europe, around two-thirds of Europe's Jewish population. The murders were carried out in pogroms, organized massacre of a particular ethnic groups, in particular that of Jewish people in Russia or Eastern Europe, and mass shootings. By a policy of extermination through labor in concentration camps and in gas chambers and gas vans in German extermination camps, chiefly Auschwitz-Birkenau, Belzig, Kelmno, Majdanek, Sobibor, and Treblinka in occupied Poland. The world gets to see a reenactment of what it looks like when the demon of autocracy, a system of government by one person with absolute power, or the spirit of oclocracy, ruled by chaos and destruction, controls the minds of a group. An autocracy is a government of dictatorship or totalitarianism, where the followers take on the spirit of their leader, like duplicate copies. Furthermore, the whole populace moves as one. However, an oclocracy is where the evil spirit that controls the leader duplicates a lower level group of spirits that causes turmoil and destruction of the goal that's set in the mind of their followers. In society's search for the best kind of government, the suffix kresi, which means form of government and traces to the Greek kratos, meaning strength or power, has worn many hats. Monocracy pairs kresi with a descendant of monos, meaning alone or single. The suffix also underlies other governmental terms, including democracy, government by the people, aristocracy, government by a small privileged class, theocracy, government by divine guidance, oclocracy, government by the mob, and gerontocracy, ruled by elders. According to Merriam-Webster Dictionary, the prophecy of Ezekiel 38. The prophet Ezekiel had a vision of a mass army of Babylonians, the Persian emperor, Greece, Rome, all surrounding Israel for its destruction. But the Lord will use their gathering to destroy Israel's enemies and protect the people who are there and to protect the throne of the great King Yeshua. Kiev, Ukraine. Jews have lived in Ukraine for such a long time that their arrival here predates even the first recorded use of the country's name. Starting in the 9th century, Jews began settling between Uzgorod and Lugansk, respectively the westernmost and easternmost cities of what is now Ukraine, a landmass four times the size of New York State with 45 million residents. Historically though, Jews haven't had an easy life in Ukraine for most of that time. In the 17th century, thousands were brutally butchered by the Cossack army of Badan Khmelnytsky. Nonetheless, the area saw an influx of Jewish immigrants in the 18th century when it became part of the Russian Empire's Pale of Settlement, a zone in which Jews were allowed to settle. Ukraine's relative proximity to Moscow made it a preferred destination for Jews. By 1939, there were no fewer than 1.5 million of them in Ukraine. One was Sholem Alekim, one of the world's greatest Yiddish writers. Another was Kayin Naman Bialik, often seen as Israel's national poet. Times of Israel's Daily Edition Ukraine, which today has anywhere between 60,000 to 360,000 Jews, depending on the definitions of who's counting, also became a huge spiritual center for Hasidic Judaism. 
Ezekiel 38:17 through 23 of the Complete Word Study Bible. Thus saith the Lord God, Art thou he of whom I have spoken in old time by my servants, the prophets of Israel, which prophesied in those days many years, that I would bring thee against them? And it shall come to pass at the same time when Gog shall come against the land of Israel, saith the Lord God, that my fury shall come up in my face, for in my jealousy and in the fire of my wrath have I spoken. Surely in that day there shall be a great shaking in the land of Israel. Luke 5, 31-32 of the Complete Jewish Bible, 2016. It was Yeshua who answered them, The ones who need a doctor aren't the healthy but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but rather to call sinners, to turn to God from their sins. Has Revelation 6 and 7 come to a realization, or is this prophecy for a later time? Here, a fourth part of the earth is killed. What type of event could accomplish such an event? These are the reasons that the Messiah is kept in our hearts. This is the best time to be in active fellowship with our Savior. Revelation 6, 7-8 through 8 of the Amplified When the Lamb broke open the fourth seal, I heard the fourth living creature call out, Come! So I looked, and behold, an ashy pale horse, black and blue, as if made so by bruising. And its rider's name was Death, and Hades, the realm of the dead, followed him closely. And they were given authority and power over a fourth part of the earth to kill with the sword, and with famine, and with plague, pestilence, disease, and with wild beasts of the earth. An interesting conflict appears in Revelation 6 and 8, while the King James Version omits the word plague, pestilence. The word for death is thanatos, a noun from thanisko, which means to die, or death, metonymically for plague, pestilence. Other translations use the words plague, pestilence in their text, even though the word is not clear. What is clear is a fourth is killed by something. Revelation 6, 7-8 of the Complete Jewish Bible 2016 When he broke the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living being say, Go! I looked, and there in front of me was a pallid, sickly-looking horse. Its rider's name was Death, and Shoal followed behind him. They were given authority to kill one quarter of the world by war, by famine, by plagues, and with the wild animals of the earth. Revelation 6 and 8 of the Amplified So I looked. And behold, an ashy pale horse, black and blue as if made so by bruising. And its rider's name was Death, and Hades, the realm of the dead, followed him closely. And they were given authority and power over a fourth part of the earth to kill with the sword, and with famine and with plague, pestilence, disease, and with wild beasts of the earth. Revelation 6 and 8 of the NLT says, I looked up and saw a horse whose color was pale green. Its rider was named Death, and his companion was the grave. These two were given authority over one-fourth of the earth to kill with the sword and famine and disease and wild animals. And the message version, I looked, a colorless horse, sickly pale, its rider was death, and hell was close on its heels. They were given power to destroy a fourth of the earth by war, famine, disease, and wild beasts. Demonic principalities cause war, where men will kill the fourth part of humanity by some powerful instrument of death. Revelation 6, 9-17 of the Amplified When the Lamb broke open the fifth seal, I saw at the foot of the altar the souls of those whose lives had been sacrificed for adhering to the word of God and for the testimony they had borne. They cried in a loud voice, O Sovereign Lord, holy and true, how long now before you will sit in judgment and avenge our blood upon those who dwell on the earth? Then they were each given a long and flowing and festive white robe and told to rest and wait patiently a little while longer until the number should be complete of their fellow servants and their brethren who were to be killed as they themselves had been. When he, the Lamb, broke open the sixth seal, 
I looked and there was a great earthquake, and the sun grew black as sackcloth of hair. The full disk of the moon became like blood, and the stars of the sky dropped to the earth like a fig tree, shedding its unripe fruit out of season when shaken by a strong wind. And the sky rolled up like a scroll and vanished, and every mountain and island was dislodged from its place. Then the kings of the earth, and their noblemen, and their magnates, and their military chiefs, and the wealthy, and the strong, and everyone, whether slave or free, hid themselves in the caves and among the rocks of the mountains. And they called to the mountains and the rocks, Fall on before us, and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne, and from the deep-seated indignation and wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of his wrath, vengeance, retribution, indignation has come, and who is able to stand before it? Ukraine was once known as the breadbasket of the Soviet Union, and in more recent decades as the breadbasket of Europe, meaning the Russian invasion is poised to have an effect on food prices across the world, especially on those of food staples such as flour and pasta, and therefore affecting vulnerable countries the most. According to the UAE's ComTrade, the main destinations of the Ukrainian wheat in 2019 were Egypt, 3.65 billion worth, Indonesia, 664.5 million, Bangladesh, 418.6 million, Turkey, 207.4 million, and Tunisia, 195.5 million. In 2020, Lebanon imported a total of 148.49 million worth of wheat. Of that, 119.1 million came from Ukraine and 22.9 million from Russia. The effects of the war are likely to be felt on bread prices across countries like Lebanon that rely heavily on wheat from Ukraine. More coverage of the Ukraine invasion from Investment Monitor. Who's going to travel here or invest now? The impact of the Ukraine crisis. Opinion. Why the Ukrainian economy matters to Russia and the rest of the world. Tax havens blur who Russia's allies are when it comes to investment. Germany's stance on Ukraine-Russia dispute isn't just about gas. Ukraine, an FDI snapshot. Please click on the link towards the end of the blog to read more on those topics. From the Flower War in 1775, France, which acted as a prelude to the French Revolution 14 years later, to the Arab Spring in 2011, where a spike in grain prices caused initial unrest in Egypt, to more recent protests in Lebanon and Sudan. Increases in the price of wheat can bring about widespread instability, so the invasion of Ukraine by Russia could have a ripple effect across the world in ways that go beyond military action. Are there any other triangulations of scripture and prophecy that a connection could be made based on what is taking place in the news? Hardly, but if possible connections are made, such as Revelation 6 and 7, we must keep Yeshua's body ready, for no one knows the day nor the hour of his return. Bishop Roscoe is the special guest of Dr. Robbie Warren. To hear the interview, please click on the Facebook link at the end of the blog at avinu.info.com. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Avenu.info blog podcast. Special thanks to our authors, Bishop Demetrix and Pastor Pauline Roscoe, and to our editor, Val Gunter. Always walk blessed in the strong name of Jesus.